Hey, how about tonight we play Your Body, My Choice? You should call your vagina the patriarchy, because I want to smash it. I'm just trying to be your aborted baby daddy. I'm going to fill your gender pay gap with my white privilege. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Grand Theft Auto 6 is going woke. Mr. Reagan. Now, you may not think that talking about the wokeification of a video game is really appropriate for a political channel like mine, but you've got to understand the cultural impact of Grand Theft Auto. GTA 5, the last iteration of this game, is the second best-selling game of all time. When something with this level of cultural impact threatens to go woke, I take notice. And you might think that this is typical of entertainment these days, but GTA is different. You see, with GTA, you play as a criminal. You're a scumbag, a villain. You rob people and beat people up and you murder pedestrians. Shut the f up! Wokeifying GTA is insane. I can just see all the kids playing the game now. I'm gonna go punch a hooker and then I'm gonna save the environment. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Now, we'll explore the ramifications of Grand Theft Auto going woke in one moment. First, I have to sell you something. Now, Bank of America has just lowered its 2022 forecast for the S&P 500 by a whopping 900 points to 3,600, saying that we are headed for a recession this year. Shocker, I know. It said the new year-end target is the lowest on the street. This is not good news for those of you stuck in equities or anything tied to the stock market. Thousands of people have put their trust in Noble Gold to prevent losing money in the financial storm that is brewing, and you can join them by calling their expert team. Noble Gold was recently voted the number one gold company in the country by Consumer Affairs. There's no call centers, no scripted response, no bull. Just a straight, honest run-through of your options so that you can decide. And by the way, they're giving away this beautiful gold, one-tenth ounce American Eagle proof coin with every qualifying IRA or 401k rollover this month. You cannot go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team now at 877-646-5347 to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, if you've never played Grand Theft Auto, as I said, it's a game in which you play as a criminal. You run around stealing cars, you run people over, you're shooting cops, and you are committing a variety of other criminal acts. Please don't make me ruin all the great work your plastic surgeons have been doing on the floor now! And it's a lot of fun because, well, you can't really do any of that stuff in normal life. I mean, most regular people don't do that stuff in normal life anyway. And that's the thing about video games. You can do stuff that you can never do in normal life. You can't slay a dragon. You can't fly in a spaceship, and so people play video games to experience that stuff. And GTA is no different. But one of the reasons that people love GTA is that it's basically vulgar and degenerate in every conceivable way. That is, you not only commit crimes, but there's also a lot of vulgar and socially unacceptable dialogue and other game elements. Oh, my N-word, huh? <laughs> what What's up, homie, huh? No, I don't want to sleep with you, and no, I don't care that I'm 39 and single. It doesn't worry me a bit. Okay, man boobs, race you to the beach! And it's this stuff, let's call it politically incorrect content, that's now being targeted for elimination. You see, Bloomberg News has recently reported that GTA 6 is going woke. According to the Bloomberg article, quote, Rockstar's next game, Grand Theft Auto 6, will include a playable female protagonist for the first time. The woman, who is Latina, will be one of a pair of leading characters in a story influenced by the bank robbers Bonnie and Clyde. So they're really highlighting the Latin origins of this chick. The woman, who is Latina, <laughs> yeah, I got it. You're all intersectional now. 
amazing. The article goes on, quote, developers are also being cautious not to punch down by making jokes about marginalized groups in contrast to previous games. And this bit here, this is the bit that I just cannot tolerate. You cannot wokeify GTA. You will kill GTA if you wokeify it. There are two things in this world that are instantly destroyed if you wokeify them. Comedy and GTA. I mean, I mean, what are they thinking? This makes no sense. But of course, radical left craziness never makes any sense. However, I will try to make some sense of it. You see, the wokeification of Grand Theft Auto got me thinking. They're leaving the violence, crime, and general thuggery in the game, presumably because that's the whole point of the game, but they're taking out the politically incorrect rhetoric. It seems absurd, and yet it totally fits the pattern of leftist priorities. You see, there are four types of people. Good people, down-to-earth people, con artists, and total degenerates. Good people are those girls from school that never said a bad word or did anything wrong. Basically, perfect Christians. Down-to-earth people are your typical Trump supporters. They might be a bit brash with the rhetoric. They might be brutally honest. They're not going to bullshit you. And that kind of talk might come across as insensitive or offensive, but... They've got a strong ethical code, and they stick to it. The con artist is your typical Democrat politician. They will meticulously police the words that you use, the ideas that you express, and everything else that you say. And yet, they will let violent criminals out of prison. They care more about policing words than violent crime. And finally, there are the total degenerates. These are the street thugs that you find in the GTA game. Street thugs will both commit violent crime and speak to you in a way that is politically incorrect. And so we've got a type of character that is neither Republican nor Democrat, but by taking away the politically incorrect aspect of the game, these characters go from being apolitical to being Democrats. They're essentially creating a game in which you play as an Antifa thug. Barf. Now, GTA is not something that I ever really liked. I actually remember the first GTA game. Yes, I am that old, I know. I'm actually 40-freaking-two. Yeah. How am I that old? Jeez, I don't look—I don't look that old. Do I? Do I look forty-two? It's ridiculous. But yeah, I remember the first GTA game. I remember my friend's brother playing this on his computer. This guy was a real nerd. He wore socks with sandals, and he wore those braided leather belts that were so popular in the 1990s. Anyway, he loved this game, and he was kind of a jerk to me and my buddy. And I remember thinking that makes sense. It makes sense that that guy would like a game like that. <laughs> You see, I was more of a Superman guy. I liked the hero, not the anti-hero. I liked the guy who fought for good, not the selfish a-hole trying to screw other people over for his own personal gain. And so I never really played GTA. But eventually, Valeria got me a copy of GTA V, a game that she had played and she thought was particularly good, and so I tried it out, and you know what? Actually pretty fun. I mean, it's still not my thing, really. I still prefer playing as the hero, but it really is a heck of a lot of fun. These games were criticized early on, as many games were in the 1990s, for encouraging violence and crime and de degenerate behavior, etc. But at the end of the day, do these games really inspire crime, or do they satisfy a natural compulsion that maybe we all have to indulge a little in crime and violence? Well, considering the popularity of the game and the relatively low level of violent crime perpetrated by the young white nerds that play it, I'm going to bet on the latter. It's actually a lot like sports when you think about it. Smashing up other guys on the football field actually probably reduces a lot of crime. That violent urge is satisfied on the field, and so these guys don't have to go around beating up random old Asian guys on the street. And so although the game is ugly and vulgar and degenerate, I think there is a place for it in our society. Perhaps if more Antifa and BLM activists played this game, they'd not be so itchy to go out and do 
the kind of crap that they do in real life. I mean, in the game, you get to shoot cops a lot. In real life, you can only do that once. I mean, shooting cops is basically a dream of the radical left. So in a way, the game is already woke. Jokes aside, video games are typically pretty woke, and it honestly kind of annoys the heck out of me. I'm not a big gamer, but I like to know what messages are being expressed in all forms of media, and, and I like to know what's influencing the culture, what leftist propaganda is currently being fed to young American men. The video game maker Ubisoft makes some of my favorite games of all time. The Far Cry series is phenomenal, for instance, but several iterations of those games are openly anti-Christian. As a Christian myself, I naturally find this reprehensible. In Ubisoft's game Assassin's Creed Syndicate, you are required to help Karl Marx organize labor unions. No joke, that's part of the freaking game. I challenge you both to help those who really need your assistance, the working people. Democracy is the only road to socialism. I don't suppose you'd formally join the Workers' Party. I'm not much for politics. <laughs> He's not much for anything that requires deep thought. Auf Wiedersehen, my friends. They are actively promoting Marxism to kids. It's ridiculous. Even Grand Theft Auto V had a bit of wokeism integrated into the game. In GTA V, there are three protagonists. One is a former Italian mobster type in witness protection. One is a certifiable psychopath. These guys are both white. And then there is the third guy. This guy is a young black guy that grew up on the streets. He is not really a criminal. He's just a guy who's been dealt a tough hand in life, and he's doing his best to deal with that. Come on, bro. Or go f*** yourself. You want that piece of sh That's your f***ing business, all right? He's dead to me, all right? Hey, come on, bro, don't do that. So they made the black dude by far the most honorable guy in the game, while the other two chose to become criminals. The black guy is just a victim of circumstance. And this, of course, was not done by accident. At one point in the game, while playing as the sociopath, you come upon some white redneck volunteer border patrol enforcement vigilante guys. There's a real problem here, and that's why we form the Civil Border Patrol. And they're going around rounding up illegal immigrants and turning them into the actual Border Patrol. Now, these guys are clearly trying to do the right thing. In fact, they make a big fuss about not killing the illegal immigrants that they're capturing. They use tasers and stuff like that to stop them, to capture them, and to turn them in. In fact, if you kill anybody in this part of the game, I actually think you have to restart that section. So at some point, you accidentally capture and turn in a legal immigrant, somebody who's legally here, this guy who's lived in America most of his life. And so to make amends for this mistake, you actually have to go back and murder the white vigilantes. <laughs> My family has been here 200 years. I'm more American than you. Not that it's anything to boast about. I'm sorry. You're so concerned. Clean it up for me. Your choice. And... No, I will not give you one cent. Last I heard, your civil border patrol friends were bullying some people east of here at the Sancudo farm. Go left on Ocean Highway. Civil border patrol disbanded. So, so there's this bizarre leftist morality lesson at the end of this mission that doesn't really fit the character that you're playing, the sociopathic guy, uh, and it certainly doesn't fit the, the game at all, really. I mean, this guy is a total evil POS that murders people all the time. But oh, no, 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 you can't have him capture illegal immigrants. Well, that's one step too far. Now, I'm not sure if this touch of wokeness was added to GTA 5 because somebody at Rockstar was a legit leftist idiot, or if it's just the typical corporate ass covering, trying to placate potential leftist critics. But either way, it's annoying. 
you have to go back to GTA 4 to find truly edgy, politically incorrect content. A history of liberty. They chose the slender island in the bay, which they called Algonquin, thought by some to mean place for condo skyscraper, and by others as island to catch an STD. You have to understand that when the Europeans arrived, uh, the people that met them were savages. Luckily, we had a few tricks up our sleeve for dealing with them. When the first ship of slaves arrived to give the hard-working, non-hypocritical Americans time to focus on important things in life, like yelling at their women for buying too much shit in the strip mall. This is hilarious. It's funny because it's socially unacceptable, just like everything in GTA. Honestly, going woke right now is the worst thing that you can do, whether you're making a film or a TV show or a video game. Going woke makes you just like everybody else. And one of the most fundamental rules of marketing is communicating a point of difference. Why is your product different than everything else that's out there? If Rockstar Games was smart, they'd go completely in the opposite direction. Instead of going woke, they'd go crazy anti-woke. How about this? In one section of the game, maybe a, a skinhead and a BLM terrorist are forced to work together and they're like constantly cutting each other down. You know what's beautiful? Big white fluffy clouds. White. You know what's not beautiful? Black clouds. Because they're all violent and shit. You know what's black? The American Express black card. Because black is the best bitch. You know what's good when they're white? Teeth. If they're black, not so good. Well, you know what? If your shit is white, that's pretty terrible. Do you really think that's a good comeback? Okay, okay, how about this? Your asshole. Assholes are black. You know what's black? A bowling ball. You know what's white? The pins. You figure that one out, punk. White sneakers. Black leather jackets. White Christmas. Black Friday. Vanilla ice cream. Chocolate cake. That would be gold. You could, uh, you could have a trans character, and then you have another character that tells the trans character, trans women are a lot like trans fats. You don't want either of them inside you. And then the transgender dude slash chick, whatever, turns and he goes, uh, you're just jealous because mine's bigger. You know. <laughs> okay, you know what? GTA, you guys really need to just start paying me at this point because this stuff is genius. And, and actually, maybe at this point in the game, maybe you have to infiltrate a woman's march and try to pick up some feminist chick or so, for some reason. And so maybe your character walks up to one of these feminist chicks and he's like... Uh, how about tonight we play Your Body, My Choice? Or, or maybe, maybe you say, uh, you should call your vagina the patriarchy because I want to smash it. <laughs> I'm just trying to be your aborted baby daddy. I'm going to fill your gender pay gap with my white privilege. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You know what? Forget Rockstar. Any other gaming company that wants to make a politically incorrect game that will actually satisfy the market that GTA is walking away from right now, call me. And yeah, okay, some of you I know are recoiling at my suggested jokes because they are disgusting. And I admit, yes, they are disgusting. But that's the point. This is GTA. It's supposed to be ugly and violent and disturbing and hilarious and insane. That's the whole appeal of GTA. And they don't even have to take a political side. They can present a lot of political positions, just make fun of them all make fun of women's sports, and then make fun of the fans of men's sports and say it's like gay to watch other guys tackle each other or whatever. You want to be inclusive to handicapped people? Sure, introduce a character in a wheelchair, but his buddies have got to call him Crip 
or halfling or defect or something like that because normal friends in real life they make fun of each other playing upon racial stereotypes to joke around with your friends is normal at least it used to be normal when i was a kid in the 1980s but the world has gotten so damn sensitive that nobody dares talk like that anymore but in a game like gta you can but honestly we should all talk like this to some degree to our friends in normal life we shouldn't have to play a video game to experience that because you know what the concept of punching down as you know reported in the Bloomberg article is idiotic think about it like this I'm Scottish and German and I'm a bit Austrian and Polish and according to my DNA test results which will almost certainly lead to some kind of frame up by the FBI eventually but anyway whatever they've got them now what am I going to do but according to the results that I've gotten from Ancestry.com I'm also Swedish and Norwegian and Danish so okay Let's say I make jokes about Germans and Austrians and Poles and Scots and Danes and Swedes and Norwegians. And then I go to the Kenyans and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't include them in that fun. They're too sensitive. They might get all offended. How is that respectful? I can make jokes about all these other groups. They can take it. But the Kenyans, oh, well, they're just too weak to take a joke. No, I show Kenyans the same respect as everybody else. And the same goes for women and gay men and trans folks and the handicapped or disabled or crippled or whatever the politically correct term for those people are these days. I include you all in my smorgasbord of jokes because you deserve to be included because I respect all of you. And that is actually the truth. So to the developers of this game, allow me to give you a little advice. When you are willing to mock everybody, you have an endless well of fun content. And in the current woke political climate, nobody else is doing that. This alone could make GTA 6 literally the biggest game in history. And honestly, America has gone so crazy in real life, letting criminals out of prison and refusing to prosecute dirtbags because they're black or oppressed or whatever, that America has actually kind of become the America of GTA. You can actually commit crimes with zero consequences in real life now. It's no longer provocative to see brazen crimes on the street in broad daylight. What the f Someone in this vehicle right there drove straight in through the Neiman Marcus in Beverly Hills right into the store. By the time police arrived at the scene, the suspects had taken off with an undetermined amount of merchandise. So if you take out all the politically incorrect stuff, and violent crime is no longer that provocative, then what's the draw? What's the point of difference? Why would anybody buy this game? And the answer is they wouldn't. I mean, a lot of people are going to buy it because of the legacy of GTA, but nobody's going to buy it on the merits of the game itself. Again, wokeifying GTA will ruin GTA. And yeah, I mean, admittedly, like as I said, people will certainly buy this game because of the legacy of the series, but the Latina protagonist alone is going to give a lot of people pause. And if the game is revealed to be the woke garbage that Bloomberg is promising, many fans just won't buy it at all. And I know some people out there watching this video are going to go, what, the fans won't buy the game because of a Latina protagonist? Well, that's just racist and sexist. No, it, it, it isn't. Because we all know the reason that the Latina chick was included. It's because it, they were either trying to virtue signal or they're trying to lecture us. And both of those things are super annoying. Virtue signaling is annoying because, I mean, nobody wants to buy a game that was made worse so that an executive at a company can look woke to their douche woke friends. It's disrespectful to the fans. And of course, the other reason that the Latino would have been added is to lecture white men by calling them racist and sexist. And this may come as a shock, but most people don't actually like being called racist or sexist. 
This is, of course, worse than disrespect. By doing this, the developers are actually showing contempt for the fans. It's Gillette all over again. Hey, all you guys that like our product, you're all bigots and we hate you. (laughs) This is an idiotic, self-destructive business strategy. And the fans that you're condemning aren't actually bigoted. So lecturing them... It's just an exercise in futility. You're not helping the world at all. You are destroying your company for wokeness, and it's completely unnecessary. And the people who actually like this woke crap are so few that you're only really making a very minuscule percentage of the population happy, and those people aren't even buying your game anyway. So why do this? It is pointless, and it is stupid. I want a good GTA game. And as much as I hesitate to play the villain or the anti-hero... GTA has always provided the public with something unique and interesting, pushing beyond what's socially acceptable and letting people wallow in the mud of urban crime virtually. And clearly that is appealing given the success of the series. (laughs) Honestly, I think Rockstar really should hire me to fix their game. I mean, I didn't intend for this video to be a job application. But as I wrote this script, I realized that maybe this video needed to be. GTA 6 can be saved. It's not too late. Just bring me in. I'll fix it. And one last suggestion for the developers. You guys really need to name the protagonist of the game, Brandon. And then you have to have all the other characters constantly cheering him on. Well, that's it for me. Let's go, Brandon. We have so many people who can't see a fat man standing beside a thin one without coming to the conclusion the fat man got that way by taking advantage of the thin one. Mr. President, in talking about the continuing recession tonight, you have blamed mistakes of the past, and you have blamed the Congress. Does any of the blame belong to you? Yes, because for many years I was a Democrat. (laughs) 